Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. And it is also that realm which helps us activate our DNA, the dormant DNA. Truly, this is a time of awakening and the birth of the third wave of ascension. We're talking about that today with my guest, spiritual teacher, intuitive and energy healer, Lori Spagna, who joins us once again for another quantum conversation. Lori, welcome back to the show. Hi, Loren. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited about our time together today. We are excited to be here. Every time we speak with Lori, we are activated. We are uplifted. We are empowered. And Lori is a beautiful Ascension guide who is here today to talk about some interesting topics. This is really the birth of the golden race. So I first want to say, Lori, welcome. The world has changed since we last met. And this is beautiful because it truly is an awakening on a global scale. Can you share your take on the global situation? Yeah, well, um, you know, I think first I just want to say everything in reality is perspective. Like we, we like to say in our community, everything is energy, but actually everything is perspective. And all perspective has a frequency bandwidth. So what I'm sharing is, is, is my perspective as I understand it and have translated from, you know, my connection with, with consciousness, with awareness. That is that we, we, at the, at the onset of 2020, we, we were poised for what we would call, um, zero point or the tipping point or, um, mass, you know, critical mass. And, and this isn't something that just started this really like <laughs> my, my guidance really shared this started, yes, from the, from, from, from the birth of time, so to speak, but it could be this particular timeline where we're all sort of unified on this collective 
experience goes back to creation prior to, you know, BC, prior to Christ. So I don't, um, I, I just think this is part of a greater plan where we reached a kind of zero point. Um, and that zero point was that enough consciousness, enough light, enough pure frequency, undiluted from, from density had, had been basically um, seeded into the earth, embodied through humans and animals and, and Mother Earth herself, that that created enough of a ripple effect to basically trigger, so to speak, a, a, a domino effect that would basically catapult us into a greater awakening. And what that did was it ri rose or elevated up anything that was still dense or in the shadows, so to speak, or heavy. That includes the fear of survival that a lot of people are still, you know, dealing with. That includes all the trapped emotion that maybe is trapped in the heart center. We, you know, our lungs, our chest cavity that needs to be sort of opened up to expand into more love, you know, and all the other things going on, which we can take lots of time to talk about today. But overall, that's how I see it. It was just a catapult to sort of awaken and birth those who have still been in their experience of unconsciousness and to trigger more awakening in them and to sort of lovingly coerce them to become more conscious of whatever they were unconscious of. And at the same time, I would say one other piece really important here is that as a collective experience, in a sense, the entire um, collective unified experience of like, okay, there's this mass pandemic and all factors and all layers of, of everything we could read into it and, you know, extract from it. It's ultimately the, con the kind of conglomeration of what the collective created in the sense that it, all beings involved in the collective, everyone is in some way, shape or form benefiting growing and evolving as is unique and appropriate for, for each individual. And of course that includes mother earth herself and mm -hmm. all of the nature kingdom, all the elementals, all the animal kingdom, everyone is benefiting. Even if we don't necessarily perceive it to be from our human perspective, some people may not perceive it to be entirely beneficial or entirely benevolent. Ultimately, it is serving and there is a greater um, expansion coming through this and as a result of it. Yes. yes. Thank you for Thank that you perspective. For perspective. I'm going to just put uh, yeah. you on um, mute there while I speak because I hear a feedback. Um, let's let me ask you, let's put this into perspective. It really is. You know, we've heard on this program that December 20th, 2020 will be when unity consciousness is fully anchored on our planet. So yes, we can ultimately see how this situation, and we'll call it the coronavirus, is working towards unity as it is a trigger for more people to wake up and understand what's important. And I wanted to apply it to, let's take an example, Lori, 
of what you're saying about this, these timelines from the very beginning of time. And I know many light workers feel this way too. We've been chatting about it. It is heartbreaking to some to have to put on a mask. And there were some who were um, sad and depressed for a while that how could we be on this timeline? I think that we are over that now. I hope everyone is over that because what you're saying is that on the collective, we are in a timeline that actually needs us to bring in face masks, a remnant of what we would not wish to bring in, but when we do it out of consideration, out of caring for others, having others feel safe, being part of um, a collective that is respecting all, let's not call it social distancing, let's call it social respect. That's one thing, just so people can feel better and safe. So what would you say to that? And I'll unmute you here. Well, I think I have a slightly different perspective on it. Um, What I would say is that if there is a resistance or a judgment that, you know, how could we end up here and, you know, there's a, a resistance to either putting on or keeping off face masks or a judgment of the wrongness, that in and of itself is serving the individual who has that experience so that they can recognize their own resistance to what is. Everything that is just is. And it's our interpretation of what is that creates any form of, you know, problem or just, you know, that dissension, so to speak. So that's one thing. The other thing I want to say is the idea that that we, this is to me, I, I will say this as clearly as I can. It should really come up tonight, today. We should dive into it. The biggest challenge I have with the lightworker community, in my personal opinion, is the extreme desire, the extreme attachment to all positivity. And I, I mean, I am all positive. I do get that. But our resistance to shadow aspects of what exists in the world, including the idea that we have to wear face masks and all aspects of shadow that ex- that are part of this reality, and that includes, you know, things that would fall into that category of conspiracy or agendas or any of that stuff, that's our resistance. And that keeps us in duality. That, that perpetuates, mm. elongates the experience of light against dark. Mm-hmm. And in my interpretation, and what I believe and have always believed, is that Number one, we have to merge and unify with all of it, everything. And that doesn't mean you either have to wear a face mask or don't have to wear a face mask. That means, in this particular example, that means that you're embodying, whoever you know we are, that we're embodying that, that recognition that all of this is aspect of divine and that, that there is this higher consciousness that we're more and more unifying with and merging with, but at the same time, to some degree, there is always something even more expanded than what we are unifying with or merging with. And so in that, we're recognizing that it, there is this divinity in everything. It doesn't mean we don't seek to make change. 
for for that which is more desirable and more loving. Of course we do. That is our that is our role as light workers and way showers and change agents, etc. But we recognize that it is all part of the divine. And so the decision in this example to wear a mask or not a mask is a, is an ex, an expression of our interpretation as individuals of our embodiment, what is good and right and aligned for us. Whether it is, it, it may include respecting or honoring the fact that other people feel safe. If that feels most divinely aligned for us, then we make our choice given the circumstance because this is how masters in the year of 2020, you know, 22, we level up to our mastery to recognize like all of this is part of the divine and all of this, like we merge and unify with it. So there is no resistance in, in the sense. Of, and again, I have to just say with no resistance, it's from a new perspective. It's not that we're saying, oh, we're just going to roll over and let, you know, things happen because we're also conscious creators working with the field of all that is in a very conscious and deliberate way but always unifying and merging and just one other piece loren if i could add to a lot i have been really digging uh a lot in into you know expanded realms of consciousness to try also just like other fellow light workers and and way showers and trying to understand like how did this how was it that this was the culmination of you know all of our consciousness and all of our light work and you know how how is it that this is what you know the collective revealed to itself to all of us and one of the things that really was so brilliantly revealed to me was Humanity as a collective, and this could go into a full channel right here, but I've got it. Humanity as a collective has not fully cleared or resolved their own issues of denial, the willingness to be in ignorance, the willingness to suppress, and especially above all, the willingness to participate in self-sabotage, including lightworkers. And so this reflects self-sabotage in the global field. And this is still part of what needs to be properly addressed and resolved for us. And we don't necessarily make that connection. Like, well, how could we get on a timeline where, you know, this COVID is everywhere. And, and if you see like, oh, well, you know, if you, if you incorporate all the factors and the layers involved, you can see how, oh, that could be a most peaceful and benevolent way mm -hmm. for consciousness to reveal to us that which we have not been perhaps willing to reveal to ourselves. Yes. Yes. I love that, as you say, that ultimately we can see how that situation is one that is softer and how it is a blending of timelines as if we've done it and we have done it. So yeah. I see it as very hopeful. Yeah, and I mean, I would also say that um, we, I don't know, you know, I know there's so many brilliant, amazing uh, teachers and, and healers and, and minds who come to this platform, and I'm so grateful for you for hosting such a, you know, a brilliant place for us to come together. So I hope I'm not repeating things that have been heard here, but I would just add to what I think is very obvious is the idea that Mother Earth, you know, Gaia, 
the ultimate mother, is saying to her children, please go take a time out. <laughs> Look at what you've done and just reflect on it in the most peaceful, yeah. loving way. Go, you know, sit quietly in your safe place and just reflect on what you've done and let me do some healing right now. Let me recover. Let me take a breath free mm-hmm. from your interference and that the animals too. I mean, we, you know, I'm sure that's been said, like all the wonderful things that have already become things mm-hmm. that we all prayed for. We all prayed for clean skies and lo and behold, there's been no airplanes and very few chemtrails. And, you know, we all prayed for clean water and lo and behold, like a little bit of time without polluting our earth and the waters are getting clear. And we, we all prayed and did, you you, you know, that storyline, right? So, we can see how a lot of what we've done has worked. The other thing that in the searching for that my higher guidance said and really did share specifically for this group today for our call was to share how we lightworkers very often, because so much of our work is done, you know, in the etheric and in the non-physical realm, we don't realize how much we have done and what we have averted and even more important Mm -hmm. what never came to pass even even in the slightest was even able to be birthed from so-called shadow or dark or you know deep state or whatever other however we might label those things the lower realms simply because of us and our light work that we've done and so I don't feel like how do we get on this timeline? I I, I feel like help yeah. me understand, help me have clarity so I can support and assist even in greater ways. Yes, and that was the point. So for anybody who may have gone into sadness or depression or even looking and seeing the timeline, that, that the negative timeline of that down the road, it's a blending now, and I can see how it's shifting because of the level of awakening that's going on. And that's beautiful. It yes. is a shift. The shift is here. Yes. And as we see people with the clean skies, it's obvious. On the front page of my local newspaper was a statement about the grand experiment of how quickly the air quality in Colorado went from an F to clean air and beauty and purity. And mm-hmm. so that right there is the shift because mm-hmm. how can we go back? How yeah. can we go back? And this is where our marine biologists are even aware when we take the initiative to protect certain areas of the marine environment, those coral gardens come back a bountiful way and an abundant way in a beautiful way rather quickly. And so I'm getting chills as I say this, but, and this is what we've said on this program a lot is it's time to get wildly creative in all ways, in all ways. And, and as you explore higher realms of consciousness and light workers do and hold the space from other perspectives, as you said, the solutions really come forward pretty quickly. I mean, in all areas and it's not. And so you said you were saying that we're doing this work, but we might not really have a grasp of it, but look at what's happening on these ideas on the collective level. 
I think that things are being anchored in the collective consciousness in a new way that we haven't even witnessed. Um, we're kind of getting an inkling like the new work, the new work style. You know, maybe there's new ways to that people can come up with reduce, reducing um, carbons and hopefully maybe non-fossil fuels. But this is all part of the shift and the change. So, oh, isn't it exciting? I mean, that part really is exciting. And uh, that's just you just two other things I wanted to comment on. Then I want to just go to this concept of master builder, which is mm. if somebody got sad or depressed or how whatever the emotional response was when this especially when this initially happened, then that's theirs to heal and resolve. And we already know this because we, mm -hmm. we all have our emotional responses and that that actually from the high, from the higher realms, so to speak, you know, higher always being a relativity, relativity, um, is is one of the greatest gifts to the human species, the human humankind, is that we that we can emote, that we do emote, that we do feel emotion, and that is where our strength lies as creative beings too, because the emotion is is energy, uh, our is like part of our power that comes from our heart center when we use the emotion of love and when we use the emotion of joy and excitement and enthusiasm. So if somebody felt an emotion, you know, as you had referenced, like depression, that's theirs to resolve as a mm -hmm. gift, as yeah. a gift so that they can then transform it into one of these sort of higher frequency emotions like joy, like excitement, like glad expectation, enthusiasm, etc. And and that's their contribution then to humanity to process that emotion rather than to be in resistance to it or judgment of it as a wrongness and to recognize it as those are the emotions of the so-called lower realms and the old paradigm. And now we're exchanging and transforming those lower, denser emotions, recognizing that we still have a full range of emotions, but we're generally transforming them into these higher states of emotional um, opportunity for us to experience new states of, you know, elevated awareness, elevated, you know, blissful states, euphoric states that are not always 24 seven. It's just a broader, more expansive kind of those, those experiences, we didn't always have them so accessible to us. So that's one of the things. Then the other thing is to say that, yes, of course, so many people really wanted to be able to work from home. I mean, this is when we yeah. see all you know, that's part of the transformation. And and there are going to be perhaps less retail stores, which what does that mean? Maybe that will mean more parks and more nature rather than mm -hmm. all the building. Like that's what we've been asking for. So the big piece of this, I think, is the master builder part where we start, especially those who are kind of acting on higher awarenesses or, or expanded awareness have activated more of our own DNA where we get into those master builder potentials, which 22 is a master builder number. We get the opportunity to literally think so far outside of the box of our old 3d, 3d prism to recognize we're no longer in a box. Like to me, 2020 is freeing us from the box. The, yeah. the idea that we've been in this, 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 you know, little teeny box and, and where we get to yeah. start, start to really bring forward those things like free energy. I mean, yeah, great, yeah. great to have clean air and it's great to have clean water. And we love that. And we're creators. So let's create even better, like 
free yeah. energy for everybody. And yeah, mm-hmm. cars that do run on hemp oil or, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, like free, you know, like plants that are our food and that we do free ourselves from, from needing and requiring animals to eat where we start to mm-hmm. imbibe more of the sun and the light. And that becomes the new norm. And, you know, so yeah. much more, like so much more, so you much know, more finances, all- elimination right. of poverty. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Built on, all of our homes are built on new safe pa- patterns of sacred geometry. Yes. Yeah. Our whole reality starts to be created from that layer of consciousness, which is what we're all leveling up to, in my opinion, over the next few years. So this is just like okay. a flat line, you know, to just yeah. sort of give a baseline for building and rebuilding. A baseline for building and rebuilding. Yes, it's really exciting. And um, yeah, so you talked about dormant DNA and activating DNA. Let's talk a little bit about that because... I know people want to know how to do it. So yeah. can you tell us more um, about the dormant DNA and what it takes to really activate? Yeah. Well, okay. So I, I think this is a very, this is so, um, such a huge topic on earth at this time, in my opinion, because of course now we all, I think we all know, <laughs> in my paradigm, everybody knows that we have 12 strands of DNA at the minimum that is, um, basically at least 10 strands of that are, are, are more or less dormant. And the first two strands are kind of corrupted with these old patterning beliefs, programs, and, you know, stuff that's just, that's being clean, cleared out. Um, so the thing is, is that learning to activate it for yourself, I think it goes without saying we all have the potential because stored in our DNA is the solutions to everything going on, not to mention the greatest potentials, our superpowers, the greatest potentials available to us. The thing that we don't know for those who who don't yet know how to activate it is the way to start, in my opinion, is to get with someone who knows, to start Mm. getting involved in meditations, clearings, and healings, where you start learning and hearing by example. And as more and more of your DNA gets activated, it naturally starts to turn on those aspects of your own personal DNA where you know how to do it for yourself. And it just, you start realizing like, oh, I know exactly how to do this. To me, that's how it starts. This is what I wanted to bring up today. And that's that I've been playing with. Well, let me say this. Up until now, what we know we have is 12 strands anchored into the physical reality, in the physical body. And those of us who are lightworkers who work with the DNA, we also know that we have way more than 12 strands, but those are all etheric. In other words, they're not yet anchored into the physical reality. The reason those strands aren't anchored in the physical reality yet is because not enough humans have awoken them yet. So I've been playing lately with the 13th strand the 13th strand is this first of all one of the, one of the first things i found in the 13th strand and i i i know that this is somehow um even though none of the dna activation has to be linear you don't have to awaken it in a linear way somehow by the time i started playing with the 13th strand this is what i one of the things i discovered of the least of it all is the ability to rebuild and regrow parts of our bodies 
For example, the telomeres at the end of the 12 strands of DNA that as we so-called age get, they, they shorten. So by the time you activate the 13th strand, it, you actually start to know how to rebuild and regrow telomeres, which is fascinating, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's so linked to this, to the aging process, even though there's other factors linked into the so-called aging process. But the other thing that's in the 13th strand that I've started to recognize is that it has within it, it contains within us the, the, the birthing for the rest of the strands that are entirely etheric, including um, the connection with our own, our own, not only our own I am God self, of course it has that, but really all these, these ideas of this new future for humanity, this golden race, this golden, this golden seeded generation that's to come of our, of our, of our new way of living and being. So does that make sense? It's like, mm-hmm. it just bursts open the whole new, you know, it's yeah. like what we dreamed of in the etheric realms. So, yes, what we dreamed of and here it is. And okay, so I'm going to go back to December 21st, 2012 and call on those light workers. And I was one of them that actually got depressed because we wanted yeah. that big shift to be like a love fest where mm-hmm. everyone just popped right open. But what has happened is we've seen that it has been building and hearts have been waking up one heart at a time. And there was a great window. It started really, I mean, it started really with the harmonic convergence. But yeah. around 2010, well, definitely 9-11, 2001 was a, another big shift. But then 2010, interesting, every 10 years, right? 2010, 2011, 2012, even after that, more people waking up in their own journey. And so now... Right. This is, I guess this is what you mean by the third wave of awakening ones is that this is now on a global scale. Yeah. And for those who still might not be open, I can look around in my external world and still see people who are in fear. And that, and like you said, it's a mirror of what we need to look at. We need to resolve me having a concern about that person in fear within myself. Right. And we can talk about that, but. Um, well, here's what I what I would say about like the whole third wave thing and just people being in fear. Like my yeah. my the way I interpret that and the way I've used that languaging with third wave is that we have just like you said been kind of collaborating on this planetary experience with a whole group of people who chose to go through their experience in a very unconscious way and. They chose to have an experience that was more based in the shadow realm, so to speak, the third dimensional paradigm. But the promise to Gaia as a conscious being, Gaia, Mother Earth, was that she would be granted ascension, that she, that was her choice. And so now what we have is this idea that third waivers are those who up until now, this point in linear time, who were choosing to go through an experience on earth in the old paradigm way are now being given an opportunity to sort of come along for the ride with Gaia and continue to evolve and awaken or else 
initially at first, certainly they're being given an exit opportunity. And we can identify the exit opportunity in this time-space reality as COVID, a collective portal opportunity for beings who are saying, I've gone as far as I want or choose to in this particular paradigm, and so I'm going to exit. We know and we hold as true that there is no death and that while it's quite sad to say goodbye to our loved ones who are choosing to leave, we honor and recognize their journey as this part of their journey is complete and they're moving into the non-physical. So now you have a, a whole other chunk of third waivers who are still playing completely unconscious and they have to process through their fear just like all of us did in order to continue to ascend. So while it is sad, or maybe that's even the wrong word, but upsetting to see people who are in so much fear and to sometimes walk past them, that becomes our role as lightworkers to just rise our own selves up to this higher level of awareness, higher again being relative, in the recognition that their fear has been brought up to the surface for them so that they don't have to do such hard, deep digging you know, hard excavation to figure out what's at the root of their, this problem or that problem. It's right there on the surface. And while they get, they are blessed, Loren, to walk past someone like you who can smile at them and say, you know, I think it's going to be okay. And you get to do your service in holding the light and your frequency, I'm using you as an example, <laughs> your frequency you know, ripples out from your field energetically and touches them somehow beyond human interpretation or compre comprehension and helps elevate their them out of that fear, even if it's just for an instant. And this is how this 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 domino effect works when we when the third wave is catapulted forward like this. Yay, thank you. That is why we say your smile and your love is worth a million bucks right now. Yes. And you know, I have I have to say from a humorous um point is that you know those photos that you can get and you can print on blankets and fabric, wouldn't it be beautiful for each of us light workers to photograph our face smiling and then get this photo onto in proportionate size onto a piece of material and we can wear a mask that has our smile on it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, that's cute. You can <laughs> smile on the outside of the mask. That's what you <laughs> But people can see when we're smiling through the masks and yes. you know, here's something yeah. so all right. What I'm seeing all right, this is what's coming back around being revived. This is where our collective is returning. We're returning to kindness and lifting a hand and waving. Just a friendly lift of the hand. When I live in mountain communities, communities um, or island communities everybody pretty much knows everybody so when you pass another in a car you wave you lift maybe a finger on your steering wheel and you mm -hmm. wave hello to another car and the mm -hmm. same is um, you know that's happening now if we are wearing you know these masks we can still show our love and radiate our love in that yeah. way so thank yeah. you for that I mean this is about reclaiming our power truly yes. and i want to say something else about that too if is that 
when we understand how quantum reality and it, you don't have to you know think of it in terms of that you can also say the dream right where a dream within a dream where we are the divine we are aspects of awareness or aspects of the divine through our awareness looking in on our paradigm on our uh, and perceiving we are the perceiver perceiving our reality and so as the as we recognize ourselves as that and that the reality that we are perceiving is being sort of mirrored back to us reflected back at us then we get to in a conscious way really this is part of the master builder part deliberately choose to engage not through denial or resistance certainly not not through sweeping things under the carpet and pretending they don't exist but rather through yes please oh no thank you like that non-resistance divine neutral we get to choose what we will intensify through our awareness in other words if i'm walking down the street or going into the grocery store and I see one person with a mask and another person coming out with a smile, I get to say both are true, both are real, and I'd like to have more of that, please. Yes, I love seeing someone smile. I love seeing their teeth yes. and their whole face. Mm -hmm. Yes, I love noticing <laughs> how many people are healthy. Yes, I yes. love noticing how many more people are coming out. Yes, I love noticing that the beaches are all open. Yes, I love the fact that someone just brought toilet paper to my front door and I didn't even have to ask for it. It's like that is how we are. We yes. on an individual and it's it's almost such a small piece of the master builder, but it is part of becoming and stepping into our mastery where we get to really fully recognize that through our awareness and through our acknowledgement of all that is and our allowance of all that is, we then get to really embrace in a loving, joyful way more of what we do desire. And it starts with these simple little things. Yes. I love that. And all right, let's talk astrologically as well, because here we are. We are in this 444, this triple 444. And it, okay, not only that, but we, this month is a very powerful month for these fours. And fours, as we know, represent foundations. Yeah. Seems like this whole year has been a new foundation of love. Uh, I actually witnessed that in the very beginning of this year, like on January 1st, um, something in my life had to shift to a new foundation of love. It was very interesting. And this is what's happening. And here we pass through the 444 gateway, the Pluto-Jupiter conjunction, which will yeah. go two more times this year. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Lori, what do you have to say about this? Well, the first thing I want to just say, Pluto-Jupiter conjunction is uh, when you have this, this alignment, you're literally asking to expand your consciousness, to expand your transformation. That's what the planetary alignment is saying, even if that expansion is death, physical death. So the transformation is required. There is no way around transformation. And since that's happening three times throughout mm. the year, it will be affecting us this whole year in one way or another. So the question is for each individual ultimately is how do I need to transform or how might I transform my experience, myself, 
in a way that feels so good and right and aligned and divine and really mm-hmm. is in supportive support of my own personal transformation and ascension. And ultimately, I would add this on because this is kind of my running mantra all the time is and ultimately is a contribution towards the 100% positive upliftment for all of humanity. Mm-hmm. And ideally with zero harm and certainly zero debt, meaning karmic debt, incurred ever again. That statement right there for anyone who wants to write, re-listen and write it down. Because that's, that's really what we're being asked to do. Now for some people, like going back to what we said earlier, their transformation is a physical death. But since we know there's no death, they're just, they're choosing to enter into a non-physical realm. But for those of us choosing to stay, that's a most pivotal question to be asking with regard to the Jupiter-Pluto conjunction that's going on and will be affecting us throughout the year. Yes. So may we suggest everyone as you go through this to journal down this divine inspiration as it comes so that you can really ground it, ground it in your journal and write the date down so that you can see down the road as this comes about the date that it was delivered. Um, It really is beautiful. There are, for those who are not aware, the Jupiter-Pluto conjunction, Lori, was it 400 years or 600 years where it hadn't happened? Oh, my gosh. I don't, that, years. I don't know. I don't, okay. I thought, it's something I, really cool where it hasn't happened for like 400 right. years, it and it's happening time. three times this year, yes. and it is all about the structure and truly new foundations. So there's two more. One is on June 30th, and the other is on 11-12. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, that 11 yeah. eleven gateway Last year was really profound for folks and even the year prior. And it's just been this progression of ideas and action and divine inspiration. So good on everyone for really um, jotting down this inspiration and listening within to the wisdom of your next steps. So, okay, that's wonderful. But we don't want to leave anybody... Yes, yes, go ahead. So in about two weeks, I think it's officially like May 15th, about uh, two weeks, what we have also that's also really significant, astrologically speaking, is that the North Node, which is an asteroid, and the South Node, also an asteroid, they move together, is going to be moving from Cancer, the sign of Cancer, into the sign of Gemini for the North Node and uh, Sagittarius for the South Node. And basically, Gemini, I always refer to Gemini kind of like as the ultimate mask wearer. Gemini is, 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 when I say the ultimate mask wearer, what I mean is it's such a good sign of, of being able to kind of become who you need to become in appropriate situations. And mm-hmm. so the Gemini sort of can be this kind of personality or that kind of personality. It can reveal this aspect or that aspect. It plays in the game of duality, but it also really understands it's not of duality. And so there's, Gemini is also the, 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 the sign that is most like of inquiry and wonder. So what you're going to have is a whole lot of people moving towards that idea of like wonderment and inquiry and new discovery because mm-hmm. Gemini is known as like 
the, the innocence of discovery. Now, at the same time, the south node in Sagittarius is going to be, and this is, this goes on for a whole year, is going to be asking us to let go of everything we ever thought we ever knew. Okay. <laughs> so what we have is a whole new year yeah. where humans, humanity is going to be in a lot of inquiry and and a lot of wonder. And potentially, if they're holding on to the Sag side, the Sag side can be like, I know it all. I know what I know. And I'm right, can have that. But the South Node is asking us to let go of what we think we know and expand into, you know, new ideas, new concepts, new awarenesses. So so that's going to be really influencing us too astrologically. You know, and then there's, there's yeah. so many different astrological alignments. Like another great um, astrological alignment that's that's very significant this year is the the um, – the the asteroid known as Sedna, which is really Sedna is all about let go of what you've known, slow down, let go, let me bring you back into balance, and and just take time, take time, so that you can heal and resolve. So she's Sedna is like a feminine energy. She's like really helping us. And then there's one other significant. Um, there's so many significant factors, you know, but the, and one of the other ones is, is related to another asteroid known, uh, known as, um, I always pronounce it wrong, but Hyagia, Hyagia, and Hyagia is really also about healing and letting go and taking time and trusting, surrendering to the unknown. See, we, we humans, we like to be in our certainty and we're yeah. so uncomfortable in uncertainty we immediately fall back on fear but what if we could start becoming so much more certain of of the ideas and concepts that this divine source within us is a trustworthy source much more trustworthy than whatever we think we've known or called safe in the past and what if that trustworthy source is revealing itself more and more in an expanded way by just bringing to light that which was hidden in the past, that which we swept under the carpet, that which we mm-hmm. didn't want to reveal to ourselves so that we could so that we could unify and become more trusting of this thing that has seemed to be uncertain to us. And that's what I think those those two planetary asteroids are helping us realize yes absolutely it is going on it is going on interesting and you know i have gemini in my north node astrologically and that's all about being able to ask questions and being curious and letting this it's almost like the sag where you are a know-it-all and it's like letting go of the righteousness and um this is all happening and allowing us to each and collectively move into caring about other people. Um, in the mundane, I don't want to call it mundane, but even in the levels in my local community, I'm seeing um, the homeless being cared for in new ways. Yeah. Um, and that's beautiful. And you know what? 
there I, I had this beautiful vision the other day, and so now I know it's possible. Mm-hmm. There are tools that people can use to pay down their debt rather quickly just by funneling your income through certain banking tools. It, that's way too advanced for this conversation. Anybody who needs to know more, please come to me. But I saw this program, this technique, actually being on a mass level in my in my third eye where mortgage companies were actually teaching it and actually requiring it of their of their uh people mm-hmm. of the people that hold the notes and that reduces debt and so then I saw wow look how simple it is this is what you're saying here too Lori so when we have um people who are opening up to these frequencies even more letting go slowing down we're definitely be- being given that opportunity solutions will abound and it's so easy that I don't know how to make that more hopeful and clear to everyone, but this is why we have been saying, hold your vision of new earth. This is a bridge that we are building and we are, oh my gosh, it feels like we're halfway across that bridge. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And this is the other thing that came through, like um, so much of the information that that I get does come through, you know, channeled guidance from from star family races and, you know, you know, beings of the non-physical who are just so, so masterful. They've lived on the earth, many of them, and are ascended masters. Some of them are angels, angel gods, etc. And our own team of like, when I work with groups, our own team of higher selves gets to, to a collective and comes through the animals, etc. One of the things that came through that was so amazing was that in this new this new paradigm that has really started this version of this new paradigm that started in 2020 is that there will always be um, potentials. In other words, the the field is so ripe with potential. So for example, if you feel as a person, you feel that you have a debt that's hard for you to pay off and, and you just demonstrated it by what you said, there will always be an avenue for you that you can easily access through the higher consciousness, states of higher consciousness, mm. that will reveal to you a new potential. So, for example, yes. right now there's a lot of fear and worry about, you know, immunizations or, uh, sorry, uh, vaccinations or yes. you know, implants. Mm-hmm. That's a, a, a great fear for people at this time. And what I was told when I was connecting, you know, with these 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 you know, through the channeling was that as you learn to play and interact with these higher potentials, you will discover inroads and options available to you that were never known to you before. This is what came through. It's literally right here coming through. So in other words, just by saying, okay, source, creator, God, consciousness, divine, infinite love, reveal to me Another option other than A, B, or C, which is not of my choosing, which would be against my conscious free will and consent, reveal it to me and reveal it to me in such a way that would feel so good, so right, mm. and would absolutely magnify that complete, like, wonderfulness of it and the divine working through this request. And thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, just something like that would mm-hmm. open up a potential that you just didn't see before and it would 
open it up like that because we're in such a fertile uh, new paradigm reality where those potentials are instantly available to us. But it's up to us to know that even though our current state of mind at any point might not be aware of that, just by simply asking the aware through the awareness that the potential exists, we manifest and materialize it through our through our connection with this higher consciousness. Does that that make sense, right? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you. And I hope that that helps Angela who had a question because we're talking about how okay, we can we can be good, we can be inspired, we can get this, we can do this light work, but uh we don't want to leave anybody behind. And so Angela is feeling tired. So mm-hmm. tired, she says, mm-hmm. getting to that place of higher consciousness when the next place to land is bringing me to tears. I move mm-hmm. one step forward and three back. Issues mm-hmm. arise that do not seem like challenges. When do we see the light at the end of the tunnel? I am frustrated. Mm-hmm. I hope that you just helped explain what she can do. But talk to Angela and anybody yeah. who's feeling that way. Yeah. First, I just want to send Angela just all my love and compassion for that tiredness. I really understand. And I want to say that it's, I really want to say, Angela, it's not up to us whether we leave anyone behind or not. That's the first thing I want to say. It was not as important as the second thing I'm going to say. Every being is, is empowered, both consciously and unconsciously, to make their own choice and their own choices about what they will have, do, and experience. And so in a sense, there's a little bit of savior program running there. And that is what's making you so tired, part of what's making you so tired, because you're such a beautiful, beautiful star being, beautiful light being here in service. And you are doing such magnificent and beautiful work for humanity. And yet, the, the freedom and liberation for you to some degree is in the recognition that it's up to each individual to make their choices and that they are empowered to do so through their own connection with their own divinity, even if they are unconscious of it, even if they are being in some way, shape or form mentally manipulated through some form of lamestream media or whatever that might be for them. You you get to do your light work and when you're doing your light work and you're divinely aligned with the divine grace which is within you, you will never be depleted and exhausted. So that brings me to the second piece, which is perhaps, Angela, your beautiful, amazing light work and the gifts that you're doing to serve and support is is a slight out of alignment with what's for your own most benefic, your own most beneficial, which is to always be and stay to the best of your ability in a state of divine grace and so that as you are aligned with your own divine grace which is the infinite the infinite energy of the divine source flowing through you you will never be exhausted because you're always getting your nourishment your energy your life force the flow of your love and joy through your sacred connection with that divine grace flowing through you and your divine source. And then this way you put your needs first, you do your service and contribution as a reflection of that. And then those who you can help and support on your journey will hear or feel or sense your light, your service, 
and those who are meant to be supported directly by you and your light will be and those who are meant to be indirectly supported by you and your light will be as well your job is to put you and your source connection your divine grace alignment first and foremost so that you never run out of fuel and get exhausted and that can be right now that's not something you have to wait for so and the other thing that's just lighting up is to clear the waiting game program there's nothing to wait for there's no light at the end of the tunnel. The tunnel's right here, right now, and the light is right here and right now. Okay, Angela, that there's helpful. no light I at the end so. of the tunnel. I, it's here. I, I hope that helps. Helpful. Yes, I feel it. And Angela, please type in if you feel that. Because really, all right. it's, just, it's, such, it's all frequency bandwidth. That's what it is. It's let yourself, right, even right now, Angela, like my eyes are closed as I'm speaking. This isn't my human personality self so much as just the divine working through me in this now moment. Just to let yourself really become vibrationally aligned with the energy of how much beauty and love and grace and peace and energy is here for you now when you allow yourself to attune to it and let it come through you. And in so doing, you won't be so exhausted. You'll be able to do your light work even better, even greater. Yes. Beautiful. Thank you. All right. I would love for those who are on the phone or web call, Star 2 will allow you to raise your hand. If you've got a question for Lori, please ask Lori. She can assist you. Lori is awesome. She has got so many teachings on how we activate our DNA, all of this, our starseed heritage. Um, there's so many programs that we're going to get to, but I'm going to go to the phone right now. We're going to go to Tom or um, this caller, phone line called Tom in Encinitas, California. Hi, you're unmuted. Is, is this Tom? Well, that's, actually, it's Penelope. Penelope, hi. Hi, Penelope. Hi, how are you? I'm wonderful. I'm like blown away that I actually got through this call. <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. Um, I have a question. I mean, my question, and to be honest with you, I didn't have a question, so I'm just going to flow with what's coming through. I've been working for a long time, I mean, a, quite a long time on this 13th strand, um, mm -hmm. which I have been given a lot of ac information about what it's actually doing. And... Um, so I don't, I'm not quite ready to expand on that at this moment. I mean, I really want to, but I want to make sure, you know, I have it all. And, but it's pretty amazing. And it's, it's like an activator to all the star seeds. I mean, a crystalline activator, yes. activating the crystal skull and the crystal matrix within our bones and everything. It's really the activation of immortality eventually. Yes with lots of practice. I mean, I, I as I said, it's just flowing. And um, I guess I, I I don't know, whatever you want to share. It, 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 I know that's a big topic, so whatever just comes through. Well, has, uh, so maybe something I need because I've been working on it and I really, really want to, maybe just something I need that I don't have, which I'm sure I have, don't have a lot of things, but it's a process. <laughs> so... I'm just in the flow of it, but it's um, it's quite beautiful. And, and mainly because I'm 
working with a lot of um, children that have, mm -hmm. um, let's see, challenges. And what I saw was that was their awakening because I never saw them as mentally ill. I saw them just needing tweaking in their computer systems. And I saw it with this, with this matrix. And it's such a big thing for the planet. <laughs> to me, it is. It's, you know, all the children that would have been lost. There's this, like, amazing awakening for them. And anything you can add, I mean, I've been, I just, it just brings tears to my eyes because ever since, I've been watching it for decades now. It's just been getting clearer and clearer how to do it. And, um, yes. All right. My question well, is whatever me, you have. That my, the one thing I want to say is that I loved what you said about the idea that it was an activator for for other strands. That, that, that's totally what I get too. I, I think what's really big to understand about the 13th strand, definitely it has all about immortality, true. It's the birth of the golden race. And that that's the future yes. of what we yes. call homo divinicus or you know, homo luminous. It's, it's, it's really a full activating light body. It's where we really right. transform our bodies from this carbon base. All the other DNA strands leading up to that is just, in a sense, it's just activating the potential for that strand, in a sense, right. so that we can go full right. light body and so that we can really transform our, our, our physical forms into what does evolve, what we do evolve into in terms of what star, most of the star family beings on the, you know, dimensions of like eight, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, et cetera, they're all various forms of plasma and light body. So that's part of how we evolve. That's definitely coded in there. Not to mention all these concepts of what does it mean to be a golden race and what is the... Sorry, some background noise. Uh, yes, yeah, somebody just walked in the door. I'm just closing. Yeah, so just, just, just those aspects of becoming the new golden race where we are light body and and what that means all that that involves because eventually humanity will not be living off of the earth we will be living in harmony with all that is and right now we're just beginning to learn how to do that so all of that's relevant but i just want to say one of the biggest things in just in the most basic levels of dna and i appreciate because i appreciate that you brought that question up again is that if if we had enough just just as a third and fourth strands of DNA or fifth, you know, this is like easily in the third and fourth strands is just codes of immunity, codes of imperviousness. Do you know if we had enough of those codes activated, and I've been activating those for like a lot of years now, every time we do DNA activation calls, we include those people who have that really activated. And I'm one of them. I mean, I don't, in my bandwidth, my vibrational bandwidth, I do not, there is no COVID. Now, I'm not saying it's a fake that doesn't exist. None of that. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that everything is vibrational resonance. And so at a certain bandwidth of, of vibrational frequency, just like an angel right now has no plug-in, no, no interference with politics. No, it's not triggered by, by COVID or anything like that. It's like at a certain bandwidth, we literally know 
our whole body and being knows we are immune and impervious to this kind of stuff. Now, that's in the DNA of every human being, but not enough of it is activated yet, for example, that humanity knows it. Now, when you get to the 13th strand, one of the things I think is true is that all of those other strand activations, whether or not they're fully activated, they just come online. So that's part of why I think the 13th strand is so important, because it just it just fully anchors in anything that's not fully anchored in in everyone in humanity. All the gifts that we gave ourselves, that we unlocked, that we awakened in the first, or at least in the strands, you know, beyond the first two. Because that's like all the good stuff. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes, it does. Yeah. And actually, it's confirmed a lot of what I got, too. I haven't really read anything on it. I've just been downloaded with it over I don't think there's 2007. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if there's anything to read on it. I maybe there is. I don't oh, know. I don't even know that there is either. I just get it from the ethers. <laughs> it's like so. I but I like to have lots of confirmation. So. But the other thing that I'll say for... too is that you know regarding children and and I mean the, the thing with the children is so much around the topic that um, it sounds like what you were saying. I, I think I heard you were saying that some of them are sort of challenged, either Asperger's or, or, or something along those lines. Is that right? Did I hear that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, not that particular thing, but, yeah, many things like that, yes. Yeah, mentally or emotionally challenged in some way. Well, the thing is, is yeah. a lot of the children, um, they're just not made. And we, I know you know this. I can tell that you understand this. They're just not made for the old paradigm. They're just not wired up for it. Uh, I I absolutely know that because I'm one of those children. Right. <laughs> so I mean I I totally so I just came in real early. <laughs> but, right. But well, you're I, an indigo. Yeah, you're totally you're, you're a member of the indigo family tribes, and none of the indigo family yeah. is wired for the old paradigm. Yeah. But the, the young children, really young children now, are so basically. For well, they don't think life. linearly. They don't think linearly. That's, they think multidimensionally, and that's what's labeled something wrong. But, I mean, right. that's my experience of it. Yeah. That's what I saw. So they, anyway. they actually, I do believe they actually have all these codes already kind of anchored in, but they're just needing, like, domino effect triggers for it to be more fully yeah. activated. So, anyway, I hope that's helpful. And and also the lineage of the parents is a big issue, too. It's It's a clearing up of that. So, you yeah. know, I understand. I mean, I'm watching what's happening, that it's like the parents that are being healed by the kids <laughs> so that, yeah. you know, they can come online. So, um, yeah, it's really, that's really kind of exciting and beautiful. And that's all I really see. It's it's amazing what's going on. And I, too, am not affected. You know, I mean, I can go into any place and not be affected. I just, you know, but that I had to go through all that myself. So yeah. I, I truly understand that activation. It's just kind of beautiful because I feel it's, happening larger and larger into the masses so it's i don't know that's it's exciting so i was just really here glad i was prompted to turn my phone on and saw this thank you so much yes my pleasure my pleasure thank you penelope awesome thank you oh laura you are fascinating 
And everyone, I want to share with you, if you've not taken a course with Lori or had an experience with Lori, you are in for a treat. She truly is a channel. We've done things. Lori, I'm going to add the Mastery Empowerment courses that you and I did. I'm going to add that to the special offer that you've got because those are magical indeed. Um, they, you are such a great teacher. I want to talk now about Lori Spagna's special offer. It's a package for you. It's a great value. Over 20 hours of content in video and audio classes. And these include everything from healing sessions, energy work, meditations, activations, really tutorials and lectures and wisdom that she brings through as well as two ebooks and all of it so and and then as well as mastery empowerment classes that we did with Lori she is amazing and so these classes that she's got are available for you and um one is called this 444 triple portal dormant dna activations so please share with us what's going on because this is all about sacred key code and star code markings. Yeah, well, this was the activation we most recently did on the 444 triple portal. And, um, you know, I've been doing these, these DNA activations now with large groups for many years. And they, they sort of started out, for me, they started out, off as very kind of generic DNA activations where you just kind of call in the DNA and you just light it up and you just, you know, start activating it. But actually this is, these calls now are where I get into the codes and the codons. And yeah, there's immunity and imperviousness in this one, because of course, at that time when we, we recorded this, um, we were already in the whole COVID thing. So you'll get that activation of immunity and imperviousness. And, you know, you get to with this, you'll hear on the call that we do include the children as long as they're under the age of 17. So if you have children and your animals, too, get the benefit because we include them because they're they're part of your soul tribe. And you, as their human parent, so to speak, get to speak on their behalf and give them the gifts that you receive. So this this call was actually close to a four hour call where we were activating um, all these dormant codes, they're always different. They're always based on what, who shows up to the group in terms of humans and all of the, the beings that we all bring in, our own guides, our guardians, our masters, our teachers, our loved ones. But we do also always have members of the animal kingdom show up since I'm so connected to them. So we had downloads from literally animal, the animal kingdom. For example, one of the downloads in this fascinating was from the deer and the deer and this is why it came in it was so interesting it came in with the 13th strand we did activations for the 13th strand of dna and we did activations i'll I'll talk about that more but the deer were contributing the ability to regrow and i mean this isn't so absurd right it's in our dna to regrow things like teeth and limbs because they already have that knowledge coded in them they can regrow their antler for example. So they gave us, you know, when the animals give us a contribution of their DNA, it's not that we're taking their DNA, it's that we're receiving the consciousness that they already have that's that's already within them. And they share that consciousness with us. And that's part of unifying too, right? So 
so that's in this call. It's just, and then of course the whole 13 strand thing, we go into that and we activate these golden race codes. And it's always about, you know, geometries and light and patterns of light and rays of light and different frequencies. We went into the 13th strand on this particular call and among others. So, and it's all very channeled and everything's translated. So the first hour of the call is like translated. Well, here's what we're getting today based on what was given to me. And you get to always give your consent or say no thank you to whatever you want. And then during the meditation part, which is like the second hour and a half or so, actually it's like two hours, you're not only in a meditation and you're getting the activations, you're you're literally learning. And then there's lots of wonderful interruptions that are that are lovely from from various star family beings. We had the Octurians come in and the Palladian High Council and just lots of beings come in and chat with us and share information, insight, guidance, and activation. So that is that first item. <laughs> that, that alone is the first item, and that itself is a package in and of itself. The second item is a full course. And that, amazingly timed, was all about reclaiming your divine, authentic power and potency. The thing is, it sort of sounds like so, like you've heard that before, but when you look at what's going on on the planet right now, you realize how many people have not claimed their power yet. And it goes into all the ways we give our power away. We're, uh, needless to say, we give our power away to external authority figures, you know, media and religion and government and pharmaceutical drug industry, et cetera, TSA, you know, on and on. But we, we give our power away also to like our body, which shows up in ways where we think we're powerless over illness or, you know, viruses or various forms of dis-ease. Instead of working in harmony with our body, that our body is, is, is a tool for us. You know, we give our power away in relationships to other people and even relationships to groups, things, organizations, and yes, a virus or, if you have an allergy, you've given your power away, you believe that the external world has power over you. Like it's, we go into all of that. We give our power away, needless to say, even to, you know, God, to our ideas of what God is, where we think we're powerless to this external authority of known as God or some, even angels. We sometimes give our power away there or even star beings where we don't recognize how we are just partners in partnership and communion so this is all about that and i'm i've barely scratched the surface on this topic area it's a full course and the course itself is you know over it was over the span of a few weeks and it's videos and there's a full 100 plus page ebook in here and there's multiple um teaching platforms and and multiple meditations incredible meditations that you will love. I mean, really, one of these meditations about reclaiming your power and potency is so beautiful. You will really understand sovereignty and liberation from every lifetime, from from everything that's ever in your way held you back. If you've had any relationship challenges or challenges with karmic stuff or your own personal blocks, you literally understand how to make peace and resolve it all in a 20-minute meditation. It's that simple. It's so simple when you learn these tools. And not at all hard. It just requires our discipleship, you know, us dis disciplining ourselves. So this whole class 
it's literally, I understand why I was guided to do it. It was the precursor. I launched it before really COVID happened in a sense. COVID was already happening, but nobody was really aware of it yet. It was like something you didn't really know about yet. So it's so the perfect solution <laughs> just on the mental, emotional, energetic, spiritual, auric levels of all levels and layers of consciousness for you to really reclaim your power. And when you realize, like, when I realized I did that class beforehand, I was like, wow, like the whole world needs this because we wouldn't have been dancing in that realm. Like you wouldn't, we wouldn't have necessarily had to play that out. Anyway, okay, enough about that. But that's that whole course. <laughs> and it's just fabulous. Then I also added in, um, yeah, there's some 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 wonderful other meditations in there uh, about accessing other dimensions of reality, also calling back your soul fragments and, and unifying. When people want unification and they feel exhausted, depleted, drained, similar to what Angela mentioned, a lot of times it's because we're so fragmented because we've dropped pieces of ourselves in other dimensions, time, space, realities, aspects of our consciousness that are meant to be reunified now. And that this meditation is just amazing for that. And yeah, I mean, there's um, yeah multiple meditations in there and, and the ebook, of course, that you get is literally a workbook that helps you really work through this kind of stuff. There's also a coupon in this package. So right now, I have a six-week course going on that is a live course with me, a live class with me, where you literally can interact and get direct healing. The group is amazing. We have a private Facebook group, and we are already so bonded. I mean, I feel so connected to this group. So if you want in on that, there's a $100 coupon for that, and that's where you get to literally week to week be working with me and direct interaction ongoing like everything's channeled and um he, you know just healing and resolution for whatever everyone brings up and you get to ask your questions and have direct interaction and and have the community camaraderie so there's that hundred dollar coupon in this package and then also there's some extra bonuses and both of these are are audios on um, guidance and sacred energy healing, their webinars, you know, for COVID and for what's going on right now. And um, one of the things I want to also say is what's what's in there in that in that full class is all about dimensions and timelines. You'll get with that class, you get these subclasses that come with it on dimensions, timelines, portals realities and and understanding how to align with the timeline realities that you like best so for example if you're right now going into the grocery store and it's upsetting you that there's masks and everybody's you know afraid that's a timeline trajectory that you don't necessarily have to be experiencing at least not in that way so you really learn how to do this. We're talking about like the master builder part that we referred to. You'll learn about that in that full class. Um, and also in the, if you want to participate with me in the live event. So then finally, what's in this package is uh, an extra bonus on um, the crystalline realm and Arclantis, 
understanding the Atlantean timeline and how the crystals are playing a role. And that's a two-hour private video tutorial. So that's an extra bonus. This whole package, I would value it easily at $13.75 today through this, tele, through this Quantum Conversation Summit. We're offering it at 133 which is a savings of over $1,200, over 90%. And I think it's a game-changer package, quite frankly. <laughs> so, yeah. Are you there, Lauren? Did I, did I get dropped? No, no, yes, oh, you, yes, are you are here. I hear. I'm going to mute you while I share. But this is a beautiful package. It truly is the wisdom that you bring forward from the higher realms as well, packed with information about our heritage, this great beingness that we are. I love your courses and all of your teachings and how beautiful that people um, can use this anywhere. When you download either the videos or the MP3s, you don't even have to download the videos. Those are all there as well. And again, it is for those who are ready to tune in and tap in to really your great, magnificent gifts. So thank you, Laurie. Yeah, it's my pleasure. And what what I would love to say about in my own behalf, since I'll, I'll toot my horn for just a moment here, is that I really pride myself on um, over-delivering. And I feel, mm -hmm. I, feel very, I feel very strong in my ability to translate information from the non-physical realm and to assist people in understanding what's going on with very complex, very complex matters. And I, I feel like that's one of my gifts to help people with. And I think it will really come, I know that it really comes through in these classes and in these activations. And to the point where what, what happens with most of my community and the people who tune in and, and, and work with me and play with me in this stuff is that what gets activated in them so effortlessly and so quickly is that literally one day they, they, they are confused about something or they don't understand or they, you know, they're challenged. And then the next day, it's like they knew it all along. It was always there. They've always known it. There are concepts. They've shifted timelines. They've shifted their vibrational resonance so much so that they're, they literally are expressing almost like a new person who recognizes themselves as someone who's known these things all along and has been studying them and has been doing them. It's that much of an activating force within them that they literally transform and and so quickly and so effortlessly and i don't i don't think i'm over promising here if you resonate as someone who is a light worker and you know that you've been doing your work you're going to get really accelerated and if you resonate as someone who's really a beginner it's a great place to start because i'm such a good i think i'm such a good teacher that i explain things so well that it makes sense and you'll expand, you'll exponentially expand and elevate. So, I mean, I hope that doesn't sound like I'm over pumping my stuff. I just want to, I think it's great. And I just, I hope people will take advantage of this. And that's why I, I'm saying this. Yes. 
Well, Lori's courses are very popular, so please take advantage of this. She is really fun in her course. And come play with Lori because it is just an expansion. And if you're ready for this expansion, it is here for you in all ways. Come play. Thank you so much, Lori. Your special offer is available on this website and also on the description box of whatever platform you're listening to this podcast. It is there for you. It is at a very special price. It is full of beautiful, high realm information, wisdom, wisdom, wisdom. Thank you, Lori. We really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Thank you for for having me and for this time together and for everything that you do, Loren. I just, I don't, we don't always talk, but I always love you. And I'm just so grateful to know you and for our friendship and yeah, for being here. Yes, yes, yes. We have time to take on a few more questions. Oh, all right, good. Awesome. I love that. And thank you too, Lori. I always love having you on here. Okay, let's say that um okay lauren lauren in ontario canada please help me activate my dna and connect with my star family i resonate with pleiades and lemuria and i'm told i'm living 3008 lives at once my third eye has started to unlock and i'm seeing more when will it happen for me when will my light language come in when will i start being of service Mm. Lauren, first, you don't have to wait for you yourself to start being of service. That was the last thing I heard, but the first place I went to. You can start being of service right now. Anything that feels good and right, that feels aligned and supportive and helpful, especially if there's just a person or an animal or an area of earth, nature, anything. You, you do not have to wait to be of service. Just start doing what you love and joyfully giving, joyfully giving, and mm. you will, it will expand so fast for you. The second thing I want to say to you, Lauren, is that what I'm picking up from you right away or right off the bat is what I call a take-a-pill phenomena. And the take-a-pill phenomena is programming in the unconscious DNA, right? The first two strands of DNA is where we store up our kind of unconscious corrupted stuff that's really not necessarily serving us. And generally, I call it a take a pill programming because it's like I want it all now and I want it all in an instant and I should be able to take a pill and it should be happening now. And we don't realize that we're wired up for that. We don't understand it. But when we're sort of asking for, you know, so many things, there's a reason that there's a word discipleship. So while activations will turn something on right away, and that's why that's what I'm saying about the package. It's not a one-minute package. I can't give it to you in one minute, but I can give it to you in 10 hours. That's what's in the package. I'm not even trying to push the package. I'm just saying this idea that you can just learn to activate your DNA in two minutes or five minutes on a call. That's, that doesn't, it doesn't work that way. But you can. It's all within you. There's nothing to wait for. But you do have a certain amount of discipleship. You sit with it. You get in the quantum field, you get in the energy, you put yourself around people who are actually doing it in an appropriate, you know, situation, like a, a 444 activation, which is three or three and a half hours long. You participate in that. It's going to activate it within you. 
And as it's activating it, and as you're hearing it and participating it, it's going to awaken so much of your knowing of how to do that. And as you get in resonance in your own heart center, more and more of your own star family awakening, because all of your star family, that's coded in your DNA. So as you're activating it, as you're playing with it, it's going to just come online naturally. It does happen. And it's not withheld from anybody. So just disciple yourself. Keep with it. It it's there for you. It's not it's not something you have to wait for, but it is something you have to actively engage with. Mm. Disciple yourself. Cultivate that. Beautiful. Yes. Okay, yes. Lauren, we hope that helps you. Yes. And I do know also, by the way, in those mastery empowerment courses that you included in that package, there are also more. We did more channel downloads and activations mm-hmm. there. We did tons of DNA activation work in there, right? Isn't that, if I remember mm-hmm. that one? Yeah. So that's yeah. awesome. There's even more DNA activations in there. Yeah. And, you know, all of these recordings, they're just really great tools to have. You can put them on anywhere, take them on your mobile device and tune in and plug in. And the more that you listen to it, it is different every time. So isn't it beautiful how simple this is? Really, truly how simple it is. Simply by choosing love, choosing love in all situations in the face of everything, getting out of those old programs, that's doing it. And so to have some assistance in applying that to your life, these programs will assist you. So now here's another question. Uh, This one comes from Patty. She says, how can we activate our next DNA strands? Asking for downloads and activations and clearings from source. How can we clear our blocks so they permanently clear and release? All right, so I'll start again with what I heard last. How do we clear our blocks so they permanently clear and release? This is so, so important. I I really am of of the awareness that ultimately we don't really have blocks, but but we do perceive our experience. We we feel and perceive blockages, and what those blockages are, in my opinion, is like areas of our own shadow or perhaps areas that we're we're not perceiving with clarity what gifts are awaiting us. So when we talk about how do we clear our own blocks, what we're really talking about is the inner excavation to explore, to, to uncover that kind of whatever the gifts are. The way that we be done with them permanently is that we resolve it. We, we resolve it. We claim the gifts of consciousness that we have not been able to see or perceive. So, for example, in this question from Patty, she didn't necessarily name any specific blocks, but overall, though, she's asking, how do I clear and resolve blocks so I, so I don't have to deal with them again? You have to find and uncover what the gifts are that are waiting for you, so-called underneath or behind or through the perceived block. So if you, if you think you're blocked in an area of money or abundance, for example, which is a popular one, literally the inner excavation is to determine what gifts of consciousness and higher awareness am I not seeing and or perceiving and or receiving? What is it within me that seems to perceive a block from my own divinity in the infinite abundance, prosperity, wealth, which is available to me? Okay, that's just one example. 
But once you get those gifts and you become aware of them and you start really repatterning your own set of beliefs and belief systems and, yes, your own DNA, rewriting and realigning to your own divinity, you're claiming those gifts. Once you have claimed them, you suddenly, not so suddenly, over some period of time through your discipleship, you realize like, wow, I've got all these gifts of awareness. These gifts I didn't even realize. Oh, my God, I'm so resolved on this. And then you never do need to repeat it because essentially the lesson is learned and claimed and it's done. So that to me is an example in three minutes or less of how you identify your blocks and resolve them. You have to literally do the inner excavation to start labeling those blocks, searching for what the gifts are that you may not be perceiving or realizing and then claiming those gifts through your consciousness and your alignment with source. And as you do, you resolve the issues that you formerly thought were blocks. So hopefully that answers that question. I was about to say, does that help you, Patty? But um, the other part of activating your DNA, again, I think I addressed that with the last question. So I maybe don't need to repeat it because it might sound very repetitive. But overall, it's through active participation in activations and we could spend an hour here but we do that on a mastery call and i'm sure we'll do loren and i will do more but certainly it's part of the package to do to do that you know because i i don't think that dna activations are something that we do in 30 seconds or five minutes but certainly within an hour you can do incredible amount of activations and awakening and the more you do it the more there is it's just so expansive and uplifting and it's infinite. So it's it's incredible, right? It's all up-leveling. Yeah. Yes. It's all up-leveling. And this is our golden race DNA. This yes. is it. We have access to it now. Yes. Activate your DNA. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. All right. I'm going to see if we are good. Let's see. One more. Thank you, everyone, for your questions. There's too many to go into. Uh, let's see. Okay, here's one. This is from Oksana. How does one move past the dreams that do not or did not come to fruition? For four years, I've received information, um, including from Lori, that I'll have a child soon. The relation issues came up this year, so it seems that now I'm turning 45 in a few months. I'm having really a hard time to let go of my dream. Mm, my goodness. Oh, Oksana, I feel like I do remember you, and I mm-hmm. have so much love. Um, yeah, I mean, I really do feel like I remember that. So, From our after party, yes. Is that, oh, oh. Oksana. Lighting up. I want to say, first of all, I want to just send you so much compassion, because this idea that you have to give up on your dream, I've been there. It's, it's very painful to feel like you have to give up on your dream. I want to say that you really don't. I really don't believe that you have to. I'm not telling you. I, I'm not telling you to hold on to something. I'm telling you to let go, but I'm not telling you to give up. There's a difference between giving up and letting go. And I bet you've probably heard that before. But what I want to say is that in the most like obnoxious thing in the world is like to be told the timing of it. You know, I want to share a very personal story that maybe will help. And that's that my whole life, I wanted to be 
in sacred union and sacred partnership with a, a compatible man. And you know, I was married and divorced because he was not at all into any of this stuff. And it was like one of those lightning bolt relationships that he came and served his purpose and then left, thought I was crazy. And it was a very, a very unhappy kind of divorce because we just didn't, you know, he thought I was going crazy and I was like in all love and, you know, like, why can't we lovingly let, you know, lovingly be friends or whatever. But the thing was, after that happened, that was like 15 years ago, I, I literally wanted a partner for so long. And I went through so many times where I thought I'm just going to give up. I finally just give up and finally just wanted to let go. And, the tears and the healing and just, I mean, I understand wanting something so much that it just breaks your heart and you, you know, the years of letting go, giving up, trying again, recovering the dream, it's torture. So I'm so sorry that you've had to go through this and my most deepest love and compassion, you know, for that. And I want to say what I also know is like now in my storyline, it's showing up. It is. It's not like I'm in love and in partnership yet, but it is already showing up. And it was because, it was because of timing. This is something I want to share that's lighting up. Based on my story, it's lighting up for you. And this links into astrology too. We oftentimes, many of us, we have... We choose a path of two lifetimes in one. We, we choose a path of living an entire lifetime out to resolve something that is unresolved, where a dream that we had is completely unfulfilled in one lifetime. And that dream ultimately manifests and materializes in a whole new lifetime that you live concurrently within the same lifetime. In other words, two lifetimes within one. And the first lifetime where the dream feels unfulfilled is where you are resolving all the unresolved issues related to that dream in the first lifetime. And the second lifetime is after all those dreams and all those pains and unresolved issues in the first lifetime are resolved. The second lifetime is where the dreams are finally fulfilled. And that is what I'm getting for you. So essentially what I'm saying is let go, let go and give up, give up and let go that it's a first lifetime for you and that the rebirth for you on the other side of 2020 is a whole new lifetime where all new dreams and new potentials will be available for you. And it's not really linear. It is just energetic, but at the same time, we're giving it a linear stamp. And the linear stamp is just 2020. That this lifetime is completing for you in 2020. And that you're walking through a whole new portal where a new lifetime begins for you. And that new lifetime is the lifetime about dreams fulfilled. And it's this lifetime for you, Oksana. So let go. Let go. And if you need to give up, give up. And if it, if it means it's over for you, whatever you have to just resolve on the giving up, the letting go, let it be done this year. And rebirth yourself anew this year. Birth your own self anew. 
for new dreams, new potentials, and new possibilities, which may very likely also include those babies that you have been holding space for. I hope this is helpful and makes sense. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It feels really wonderful. Oksana, we are all giving you a hug, sister. Yes. We yes. are all giving you a hug. All right. And actually, Lori and I and everyone who wants to add to this group hug for everyone listening, we give you a hug too. Please know that you can tap into this energy of upliftment, of inspiration, of empowerment, of peace, of harmony, of the new earth that is here. It's simply our memory of the old earth that we bring forward. And so what a beautiful time. What a beautiful time to activate our DNA, to dream big and bring forth new earth. Lori Spagna is a beautiful teacher and an intuitive that will guide you. She gives a ton of information and it is there for you as you wish to access that. I want to thank Lori for being here and I want to thank all my participants and listeners of this quantum conversation as well. It feels so good and and stay with that new earth vision because we're seeing it more and more and please share with us when you see expressions of new earth and new ways we are keeping tabs <laughs> all right uh lori thank you so much sweet sister i wish you tremendous success in this journey that you're about to go on shifting locations, getting out and doing something new yourself. Congratulations with that. And as we say goodbye, any last message for us? I just want to tell everybody to, to remember that we this year is rebirthing of all of us. And we don't have to bring our storyline with us. We don't. We can let go of our, all of our storyline. Because the truth is the storyline is old paradigm. And this yep. year is the new new you, new new beginning, fresh start, all new. And we're rebirthing ourselves. And and other than that, I, I just want to say, Loren, I love you so much. I'm so grateful that you're in my life and thank you for having me. And I want to say thank you and send my love to all the listeners um, who are listening live with us and also when they listen in delayed playback. Yes. It's our vessel of love, and we thank everyone for adding to this portal today. We are portals of light and portals of love. Thank you, Lori. Thank you, Loren. <laughs> love you, sister. Love you, sister. Thank you, everyone. Again, if you'd like to access Lori Spagna's special offer, it is on this webpage. Beautiful. Thank you, everyone. Now it is time as we close to dance our way to the cosmic heart. And we are going to hear plant music. This is the music of the plants. Uh, this is a beautiful philodendron plant. Cooperation is the intention cooperation for new earth let this frequency lift you and inspire you with cooperation mm -hmm. 
Thank you for listening to this quantum conversation and thank you for dancing with us to the cosmic heart. As we raise our own vibration, we raise the vibration of the planet. This show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love. Access all quantum conversations, special offers from our guests, and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste.
The conference is now completed. Goodbye. Welcome to the conference.